You're listening to episode number 241 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or I guess you could just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Warning, the hosts enjoy doing the show, and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that, take a number, because we don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> totally not my idea. I have to give credit where credit is due. Joey Aranda is the guy that came up with the idea. That he messaged me. That is awesome. He's like, I'm sure you've already thought of this. And I'm like, oh my God, I've not thought of that. And it's fucking brilliant. So, yes. You can now be a part of the show and record our warning. If you don't know how to record audio via your phone, we have a link on the blog. We don't have a link on the blog. If you go to the blog. There's instructions. We have instructions on how to record audio, your smartphone, and you can just send it to us. Record our, our warning. You will lead off the, the show. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. I love it. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. And I, I can't wait to hear how... Because we, we always mix up how we say it usually yeah. and just do... I can't wait to hear how other people throw it out there. Yeah, it's so. it's it's great. I, I, I honestly, while I while I like the warning, I honestly felt like we were running out of gas with it. Like we were running out of oh, ideas yeah. on how to do it. So this is brilliant. I, I absolutely love it. It is 360 Vegas Vacation 5 Eve. This is the, the final show God. before the epicness yeah. resumes. <laughs> the, uh, the the legend continues. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it should be. A, it's going to be a damn good time. Now, I was going to say it should be a good time. No, it's going to be a damn good time. I have to bring up something that I think is so fascinating to me. How slot machines tap into the zeitgeist of popular culture. Because previous to watching it, I had zero to no interest in even looking at the Game of Thrones slot. Now I cannot wait to sit in front of it. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I don't even play slots anymore, but I'm like, oh, fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, Thrones. like you love the Hangover slot machine. And yeah. there's yeah. another one that you'll always play, Batman. Well, they don't, no, they got rid of Batman a long time ago. There's but Hangover is the one I'll, I'll always play. I love Hangover. <clears throat> but yeah, I, just, I, I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? But yeah, well, and, and I just have to say, because we're officially caught up now. So now instead of like marathon watching the seasons we, now have, we have to, to wait, wait with everybody else oh it fucking pisses me <laughs> off i'm like i could 
we're we're fully into all the bullshit all the Game of Thrones nerds are where we're talking cons- like like theories about what's going on like well I think what's going on here is when when she went into this place what she was really doing is she was doing this over like I can't believe we're these these people now <laughs> like not even but I think mo- you're being generous because I think I was the one that came to you with all right I heard these couple theories and but here's I mean, what I think but I mean not even a month ago when we first started watching this we're like going okay so at what point does this show not suck we just started now we're like oh my god I love this show so much. <laughs> <laughs> and and do you talk like that when you're watching the show? Yes. Oh, it's so creepy. It's oh. so for that, some reason. I'm not gonna lie. It's the second it starts. On this end of the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second it starts, we 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 mic up and we. Oh my god, it's so great. <laughs> Drool starts coming out. Right. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time. <laughs> nice. Well, I look forward to watching you play a slot machine of a television show that makes you talk naughty. So, <laughs> I guess we should probably start the show, though, because he's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and we always start with Random Vegas. Similar to the legislative requirement that a casino must be open for a period of time every two years to maintain its gaming license, strip clubs are required to do something similar. Every month, they must be open for eight hours with security, a dancer with a work card, and a manager with a sexually oriented business license present. We got that from the NevadaIndependent.com. So many interesting things there. What? So many interesting what things the there. What the fuck is a sexually oriented business license? Thank you. Thank you. I absolutely love that. And what is I know. What, what the fuck is a work card? A dancing work card? Do you, do you, do you I mean, do you have levels of work? Like she's a, she's a level four dancer. But like, ladies and gentlemen, come to the stage. Level four. Level four hey, dancer. Uh, I saw Jesse Spano in Showgirls. I know that there is a work card level. Absolutely. That's wild to me. I, and I just don't understand the point. Like, I... I well, I and mean, if, the, if it's closed, why would you open it just for one eight-hour eight hour shift if it's closed? Maybe it's, if it's undergoing renovations, then the, they've got a timeline that they the have to do The only thing I can honestly think would be that you're required to pay fees for an op- to have an open license and... That little idiosyncrasy means that you must then be open, and rather than change it, like, oh no, 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 like here's the here's the law. We negotiated hard for it, so you will pay us X amount of fees for having this game, th- this license, and for you to, you know, for, so we can legally get away with you paying us these things. You you have to be open. So fuck it, you have to be open. Like that's so dumb, but whatever. And mm. I, I don't, but see, I'm, I'm totally you, pulling this shit out of my ass. Let's let the no, lawyer no. talk. <laughs> I, what I chalk it up to is you say that it's required that there's a, a, a period of time. I would have assumed that period was like five days out of every 30, but that's not how the law is written. I could be wrong. The way that I had read it was that it had to be open once a month. I could be wrong. Okay. Karen, any thoughts on that? I, I have no idea without actually reading okay. it. I just no, think that's, I, that's I find more of the different sure. licenses and everything. Well, like I said, was it the Las Vegas club had opened for like 24 hours with slot machines in there so it could keep the license? Yeah, I mean, like, that in and of itself is goofy enough, but when you throw strip... But that's kind of fun. Yeah, but when you it's throw like a strip pop-up club, casino. Yeah, because like the strip club thing is just weird. Well, that's what I mean. I don't... I, uh, that's the part I'm struggling with is, okay, so if it's closed for 30 days... One of those days, you better stay open well, and to keep the license. That, it's like, well, why is it closed? On top of that, I mentioned this. Uh, the dancer doesn't have to dance. She just has to be there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm surprised the dancer doesn't have a 
period requirement of five days, but well, normally let's go on to Twit Pick of the Week. Oh, what? No, no, what? Oh, <laughs> Never okay. mind. It was, a, it, was a, it was a dirty, inappropriate, yeah. womanly oh, joke Jesus. thing. Sorry. Yeah, that's what the joke I made, Karen. Yeah. I'm surprised that that period isn't five days out of every 30. Right, exactly. I and I said, Karen, any thoughts to that? And you're like, oh, I haven't read the law. <laughs> it took her. It took her a little bit longer to take. She decided to yeah. add a similar joke. It just way well, longer. No, he said it again, and that's what I. It, I heard it the second time. I guess I didn't catch it the first time. Sorry, sorry, Tony. I missed no, that no, one. That's fine. That I softball actually, went right over my head, and I, I actually I didn't. thought, should I not circle back around one? <laughs> I'm, should I'm I not glad you did. Circle back around one more time. One, one more cycle. Cycle back. All right, all right. Twit pick of the week. <laughs> yes, please tell us about it. What's better than a picture of Old Fremont Street neon at night? Old Fremont Street? Fremont. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Fremont! <laughs> old Fremont Streets? God damn it. You know what? I don't like any of what I'm doing right now. I'm starting here. What's better than a picture of Old Fremont Street neon at night? Old Fremont Street neon at night after it rains. Is there any way the people who created neon signage knew how epic they would look at night reflecting off of wet pavement? As a fan of the Fremont Street experience and of classic downtown Vegas without the canopy, I'll continue to advocate for the installation of a retractable roof so both experiences can be enjoyed. I fear no matter how famous I am or will become, I will not get the <laughs> I will not get to experience this glorious sight in my lifetime. So I submit to you, carry on my legacy, pass it along to your children, never give up the fight to convert the Fremont Street experience into the 360 Vegas Fremont Street experience. In lieu of that, a statue of me would also be a fitting tribute. Thanks at SumaCorp for sharing a picture that served to encourage this behavior. <laughs> So why he's laughing is I just looked at him and rolled my eyes like, are you serious? This it's is why I like when you don't read many. Like, Tony pre-reads these things. Like, you, I know. I looked at the picture. I don't even get into into reading, <laughs> especially, like, your monologue little things like this. Because you'll dick around, like, on your iPad or whatever, and then you'll look up, like, really? You know, and it's like, oh, I'm not done, woman. <laughs> well, and it I, gets better. It, I find that if I, if I read ahead... I go, oh, I can't believe he's going to say that. And then I don't react on the show. So I, I will. And I will then I get look, angry. Then you do get angry. <laughs> so I, I, I have been started intentionally looking at the picture, but not reading the monologue for that exact reason. She can learn, folks. <laughs> oh, shut up. Tw oh. 20 years in. Apparently you can't, because there's still a shitload of stuff that you don't do that you should have learned a long fucking time ago. All right, so even, yeah, yeah. even playing field there. Even Steven, Karen. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we know how upset Tony gets when right. he's left out. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that that's become a thing. Like that, that makes me happy. That like, <laughs> that another another uh, benefit of you drinking too much and going, why the hell am I always last? Right. <laughs> right. All right. I, I love the picture. It is beautiful. I agree, Mark. I don't think that we're ever going to see a retractable roof in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. Although I did see an article today that um, the Fremont Street experience has put up blockades at the like far east and west ends of the Fremont Street experience to try to prevent the uh, a Barcelona see the one situation. Si the uh, one side of that I have an issue with because are they really going to plow through that giant fucking stage? I don't think so. 
maybe the other they side. Could, they could drive around it. There's there's room the enough for a car for a car to fit on either bare, side. Al- allegedly, allegedly, they're now at, they have these um very heavy concrete blockades at both ends. According to the article that I read, if I if I, I understood really the article. Regardless, the point is, if here's my thought though, if we can truly ensure that it's going to be blocked off to vehicles, which I think these cement blockades will do. Let's just get rid of the overhead hoochie-coochie thing and let's just allow it to be open again. You're getting the clientele base back down to downtown, which is what you were trying to draw in the first place. Now that you've got the actual, like, hamster on the treadmill running, I don't think you still need to find a reason to bring people downtown. I don't think the overhead little canopy thing is going to be as much of a draw as they think it is. I think the good gambling with minimal to no resort fees and no parking uh, parking structure fees is going to be reason enough to bring the people down there. I, you don't I, need the canopy, canopy anymore. I appreciate where you're going with that, but they have, like, once a month, a reason to point to, like, hey, remember us? We're down here. We're doing a thing. We have a new thing. Like, they always have a consistent way to point things out. I mean, granted, you could argue with all the bands that they have playing down there, you could do something similar. But I don't know. I like the Fremont Street experience. I just also like they're they're dueling loves, to be honest with you. And and I'll concede, I never went down there, meaning there being Fremont Street, before the canopy was a thing. So, you know, I just, I may not know, and I may just be nostal- unnecessarily nostalgic for something that, you know, is is unnecessary i digress as always we will link to the photo on our blog and we'll feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest facebook google plus and twitter let's move into the news all right so we've got some white castle fremont signage to talk about despite wishful thinking Vital Vegas confirmed that Trader Bill's signage is no more. It has been fully repurposed into the signage for the new White Castle opening at the east entrance to the Fremont Street Experience. The space, most recently a Harley-Davidson store, has been in the process of converting into Vegas's second White Castle for quite some time after the massive success of the first location opened at Casino Royale on the Strip in early 2015 and then subsequently went on to set company records and single-day sales requiring the 24-7 restaurant to temporarily close to restock. While it hasn't been officially lit up, it does appear that the signage will at least continue to use the lighting elements housed to the sign's arrow. Still no word when the White Castle will officially open. I don't... Listen, I liked the distress sign. I did, uh, of Trader Trader Bills, but I didn't really care about that sign. I didn't really know it. So I, I, I can't be overwhelmingly sad about it but i do agree it the new sign the, the white castle sign well i think it looks fine i think looks out of place it, it looks a little too new a little too bright like it also it, it would have i, I would have liked it more if they made a faux distressed sign that was a white castle sign mm, clever Maybe. i get it i see your head's out on that i'm just disappointed because it's it's a Again, Trader Joe's wasn't a big thing, yeah. but, well, I guess it could have been, would have been better if an actual Trader Joe's had gone into the space so they could just use the same sign. I know, right? But 
I, I just, again, I am not a White Castle person. No, I don't know. I've never been drunk enough to think that that was a suitable food option. I've tried a couple times. Never uh, has been. So I, I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed to see that coming to Fremont, and I'm just disappointed that they changed out an old sign. But Let's talk about the Taxi Cab Authority addressing long hauling. Either acknowledging they are overwhelmingly mismanaged or willfully neglectful, the Nevada Taxi Cab Authority warned cab companies that if they don't do something to address the practice of long hauling, the board would. For those of you unaware, long hauling is when a taxi takes you on a route that is longer than necessary in order to charge you more for the ride. It's been going on in Vegas for at least a decade, and in 2016, it's estimated that riders were overcharged $47 million as a result. This is just the latest contribution to years of empty threats and promises to clean up the industry by the authority. Solutions implemented, like displaying average ride costs per destination, a hotline to report incidences of long hauling, and fines for drivers found guilty of such practices, all have made little to no progress addressing the issue. In fact, the most effective way to combat the practice was to clarify to the driver to not long haul you. Don't take the tunnel or ask for the cheapest route. That was until ride sharing was allowed to enter the Las Vegas market and now threatens to destroy the entire industry. In January of 2016, less than six months after Uber and Lyft began operating in Vegas, they attracted 13.5% of the business per month away from cab companies, Yay. or 2.1 million rides a month, the largest decline since the height of the Great Recession. That number continues to trend up and shows no signs of slowing. I, I hope they get run directly into the ground. They don't even exist at some point. I mean, I imagine it's the best case scenario. They still have a third of the market or more than likely scenario. They'll have, still have a third of the market. You're always going to have those those people that aren't comfortable with the technology that's associated with doing the ride sharing. So you're always, but you may not need as many of them as you have. I, I'm thrilled that a company that has been fucking people over without any repercussion for doing it for the longest time is getting what happens in a proper capitalist market. They're getting fucked right back. So can I just tell you, though, the, the first part that you read where they said, you know, the, the Nevada Taxi Cab Authority said that if you didn't address it, the board would. The, the thought that immediately popped in my head was, ooh, <laughs> now they're going to do something. You know, it's funny. If, if I cared to further point out what fucking hypocrites they are, yeah. I promise you I could find at least two other articles from different years. Like, I, yeah. I could find you oh, one yeah. article per year of the authority threatening to do something but about the it. The only reason they're doing it is for a public stance, because yeah. they don't want to curb the practice million. because they get the revenue off of it from the, the taxis. So they don't want to curb it. They But from a public PR standpoint, they have to come out and say, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. You should. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's almost stupid. I'll, I'll make one comment, and that is to say that this uh, taxi cab authority, this Nevada taxi cab authority, I bet you a dollar to a donut. If you were to look at who comprised this authority, they're probably industry people that have been named to the board by the governor, by the Senate majority leader, by the House speaker. Yeah. And so they're they're industry people. They're you know, it's it, it to say, ooh, if you don't do something about it, we're going to. Well, in this instance, the fox is watching the hen house. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. 
All right, now this is something that does interest me. The Palazzo is having a casino renovation. Eater Vegas reports that Palazzo plans to invest almost $12 million to renovate their gaming floor. Plans include changing the carpet, painting the walls, replacing the lighting, as well as creating new stone walkways. I don't get the latter one, but basically everything. They're, they're basically redoing everything. Also, all gaming devices will be refurbished and relocated. The project will be done in sectioned off phases to limit disruption to the action. These announcements come in the wake of Palazzo's removal of the escalators located in the middle of the north area of the gaming floor. Oh yeah. Palazzo removed the escalators located in the middle of the gaming floor. How the fuck was this not announced earlier? Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> Such a matter-of-fact thing in, in every article I read about it. In addition to that, Palazzo is reworking their collection of bars and lounges on the gaming floor, including the addition of an 1,100-square-foot, quote, the corner bar, seating up to 84. No timeline regarding when the renovations will begin or when they are expected to be complete. I'm concerned about the relocating part of that because we've said before that specific layout is what I love about Palazzo's Casino. If you change the way that that is, that open feel, that's what I would find disturbing. Well, I think there's an aspect of the casino floor that can't change just because of the height of it. Okay. So, I, I mean, because I think if you looked across the casino floor, you still see slot machines with big tall things but the rest of the casino is so open I, and they're not going to change it they're not going to drop the ceiling and maybe that so was I a subliminal be, thing that i didn't realize yeah, that i wouldn't I liked be about as it. worried okay. about that all right that makes sense i mean as much as we like the casino floor we still never gamble there because the limits i know I, I know we always wander around <laughs> like it's very pretty here <laughs> <laughs> we do we do yeah <laughs> walking to and from our rooms or to dining yep <laughs> pretty much all right, talk to me about there being more weed regulations. The Nevada Gaming Commission is looking to address the oxymoron that is expecting the vast majority of people consuming recreational marijuana and the law that requires its consumption to be done on private property, something tourists clearly wouldn't have. Public spaces will continue to be off limits, but the debate will be around redefining what the definition of private residence means potentially amending it to mean hotel rooms. Resolution to this issue is not expected to be found in the immediate future. It was clarified in that meeting that as long as marijuana consumption and possession is viewed as a felony by federal authorities, it will have no place in Nevada casinos. While no votes were taken, commissioners unanimously concluded that licensees should be discouraged from hosting shows or conferences that promote the use sale, cultivation, or distribution of marijuana. Following the pure ineptitude of the regulations involving recreational marijuana, we'll now begin the claims of corruption, as this would mean, in the convention capital of the world, there is only one place a weed convention could take place, and that would be the Las Vegas Convention Center, since they don't have a gaming license. <laughs> Let the controversy begin. <laughs> nice. My only concern about, well, okay, I, there's the lawyer side of me and then there's the personal side of me. The lawyer side of me says, absolutely, this stuff is still illegal at the federal level. Right. Ergo, these casinos should be staying as far away from the marijuana industry as possible because at the end of the day, marijuana 
is only going to tangentially increase your your bottom line. It's just my point is it's just not worth it. From a personal standpoint, I can get fired from my place of employment for testing positive for marijuana in my system. Right. And because I have been told that you can get a contact high, now I will be the first to concede and you, we may have a lot of listeners that are going to want to try to educate me. Please don't. I don't care enough to do to, to <laughs> all about the science. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah, don't write exactly. in. We don't, don't care. Exactly. <laughs> um, that if I can get a contact buzz and somehow, some way, and, and I, I don't think my employer would ever drug test me when I came back from Vegas, but if they did, and all of a sudden I'm testing positive because I sat next to some jackass who had a roach at the blackjack table next to me, and, and I couldn't help but breathe it, I can lose my job because of that. And so that's different than cigarettes, which are legal products, both at state and federal level. I can lose my job over, you know, marijuana because it's still a federal offense in the state of Michigan still considers it to be a illegal drug if I don't have a um, medical marijuana card. That's why I'm pleased that the casinos are planning on just saying, you know what? No, we don't want it here. We don't want it on our property. They're being told. Well, okay, fair enough. I'm glad the gaming commission is saying casino stay away from it just to be on the safe side stay away from it all right so here's my argument to all of that first of all i don't believe even if it got legalized to a federal level that it was ever going to be allowed on a casino floor simply because of the aroma it's just too strong of an aroma unless they somehow find a way to commercialize the filtering of it so it doesn't have the same sort of an aroma I, I just don't see it happening. Perhaps lounges, perhaps that could happen at some point where where the, the I mean, and it couldn't even be an open air lounge. It, all, it almost have to be like a fucking nightclub or like a cigar, you know, area. Kind or of like a, one of those places in the airports. Remember when you used to have to go into the little, little glass, glass room to area, go smoking? Something yeah. like that kind of thing. So it's always been about rooms. Whether they were going to section off an area where you would then charge more, because it's not like you could even just allow like smoking rooms or now weed smoking room that you couldn't do that either it was never going to be about that so what irritates me is that they try to make a big scene out of we're still saying it shouldn't be on the casino like it was never going to be in the casino stop fucking pointing to the goddamn obvious we all knew it wasn't going to happen there stop pointing to that and address the real fucking issues what i find interesting about this because i i agree on the surface it looks as though the only place you could have the convention if you were going to do a weed convention, would be at the convention center. I, I get that, I, and I, I get that that seems, you know, in favor of the board for obvious reasons, the convention center for obvious reasons. But but here's the fact of the matter: it's too risky. So by the board coming out and discouraging the casino properties from hosting any kind of these weed conventions, they're really trying to help them protect themselves because what they don't want to have happen, because it is so illegal federally, is there to be some kind of an issue where the casinos allow this, and then all of a sudden, MGM or Caesars Entertainment lose their license in Nevada. It, really not good. Okay, okay. So so that's the only thing. It, it I, I get the, where the perception could be. They're trying to show favoritism to get co- a convention at the convention center. I do think they're trying to protect the casinos from themselves. Okay, this is exactly where uh, the second point that I wanted to make. First of all, Gambling, the license isn't given to you at a federal level. It's given to you at a state level. Second, 
when Nevada first started doing this and then Atlantic City after that, there was a legitimate fear that you could have this taken away from you, especially because you went through a period of prohibition and the government tried that. And there was a fear that the government could at some point be like, nope, nope, it's illegal to gamble anywhere. In this day and age, that is impossible. There's no way they could get away with making it illegal. So the government being able to stop a state from giving out a gaming license, no fucking way. On top of that, there's no way. So you basically said, take me idea, and you're like, you're stupid. You know what you're talking about. I, That's I the dumbest no. thing I've ever heard. No, it's not. It, it's, a, it's a great point. <laughs> That's I'm, what I heard. I'm just <laughs> That's what I heard, Mark. I'm just sh- and I'm waiting for Tony to be like, well, legally they could, but let me let me get my point out before you you put it down. <laughs> I I put down Karen's point of view, you put down mine. So, and then beyond that, like, there's no way that if the federal government even attempted, like, that's one of the things that all these states' attorneys, you know, are are so kind of that they have bravado about. Like, there's no way the government's going to attempt to take this away. We're ready for the legal argument. Should they even attempt to try and come in here and take this away from us? That's why we're so confident in legalizing it at a state level. Okay. What do you got, Tony? Anything? (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to breathe even harder into the microphone so you can hear my (laughs) exasperation? No, 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 I got it. I got it. What do you got? He was like, I only had one point. Now you're making me talk about this again. I'm interested in more because I'm like... I have an unarguable point. And Tony's like, um, <clears throat> all right. I have an argument. Okay, dummy. Uh, <laughs> let, I, the, let the adults I, talk now. <laughs> I don't have an inarguable argument to present, but I do have something that to take into consideration. And that is the biggest problem that a lot of these marijuana businesses are running into right now across the country. And in particular, I'm really thinking about places like Colorado, where they've legalized it almost across the board, to the best of my knowledge, yep. is is that banking is a oh, federally yeah. yep. reserved ability, meaning you look to the United States Constitution and it's, the words literally say only the federal government can create. No, you're right banking opportunities. So what you're dealing with right now is you've got these businesses that can't open up a bank account because they're dealing they're all, with- That's why they're all cash. They're all cash businesses, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now, what's interesting is a side note is a lot of these, and this is something that we're gonna see, I guarantee you, if I want, if I wanted to become a multimillionaire, you know what I should start focusing my, my law practice towards? Representing Indian tribes as they open up their own banking systems on reservations because they are their own entity, right? They are their own country. Regardless, you get these casinos that all of a sudden now are starting to dabble between a legitimate, quote unquote, legitimate business, which is the casino world and this illegal aspect, which is medical, well, marijuana. How do they handle that aspect of that income that they're getting where do they put the money that that comes in how do they report that money because they're not putting it in a bank account so they it's almost like an on your honor system much like a server with their tips oh i promise you irs hair is only brought in 2.3 million dollars <laughs> right. in marijuana so it's just it's i for until wow. the feds legalize it you actually just, I, I, that may be, because I was going to say they're never going to legalize, you know, at a federal level. Or if they do, they're just going to slide it into some other bill just so they can stop dealing with it. But I think you may have just landed it right there. Like, that's going to be the thing where they're like, listen, listen, we don't have fucking time to keep dealing with this bullshit. There's all this tax evasion. You know how we can prevent them from evading taxes? 
will we'll decriminalize it at a federal level. We're only doing this for the taxes. We're only doing this for the taxes. Well, and trust me, the states are getting their tax revenue because they're, they are, at least all the states that I've seen, Got the, the, in, yeah. the inventory is so controlled on what they take in and, yeah. and they know exactly what they're selling. So now from a federal level, what I do find interesting, again, with the banks, and, and the other side of it is a lot of people that want to start a dispensary business or even a growing business can't get a loan right, uh, to, start the business yeah, to start the business because correct. nobody wants to bank on a, a a business model that while it may be legal in that state right could at some point be seized. any all the banks yeah. that are fdic insured they're not going to touch it something else that i had heard that was really interesting is that all of the people who are experts at growing and distributing and shit like that can't get licensed to be owners because they're all they've all been convicted of crimes you know for for doing this shit at some point at some level so all of the experts in this shit can't do it they can't be because they were doing it illegal because they before. were doing it illegally before yeah uh, this is so screwed up. It's, it's so it's, weird it's yeah. gonna be in it all right listen let's move on let's talk about something far less because all of our pothead listeners have tuned i mean they are like super focused right now <laughs> oh yeah they're they, paying attention they got a bag of Cheetos in one hand and their phone in the other. So go ahead. Go ahead, guys. Go go. Just go on back. You're, you'll be fine now because we're going to talk about Wynn Secures Wynn Resorts. The courts helped Steve Wynn continue to control majority interest in his company this week when it dismissed the $1 billion lawsuit from former partner Kazu. I, 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 the worst thing about this is I always know how to pronounce it until I see it coming up, and then I have this thing where I'm like, "Well, you're gonna say it wrong." Like, God damn it! I got it. I got it. Wrong. Former partner Kazu Okada. Oh fuck! Wrong emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> the courts helped Steve Wynn continue to control. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ron Burgundy? Damn it, who put a question mark on the teleprompter? See, now I have to leave it in. It's too funny. <laughs> Okada was one of the largest single investors in the creation of Wynn Resorts after Mirage Resorts was purchased by MGM. The two had a falling out after Wynn accused Okada of bribing Malaysian officials to get the rights to build a casino in the country. Okada argued Wynn was doing the same thing when he donated $135 million to the University of Macau while pursuing a gaming license in said location. Wynn responded by having Okada removed from the board, labeling him an unsuitable owner and assuming control of Okada's shares in Wynn Resorts. The move made Steve the undeniable majority owner of the company, something he had lost in the divorce proceedings with his wife. Dispelling speculation that the outster was nothing more than a move to re-secure controlling interest in Wynn Resorts, Okada's own company removed him last June for misusing company funds. Wynn is currently seeking approval to build a casino in Japan. I don't know why, but I always feel comfortable with just doing some sort of standard news wrap-up at the end of things. This barely has anything to do with it, except there's a casino, the guy's name's Wynn, and it's in Asia. Yeah. I, I got nothing, Karen. I, I just I find it funny when people try to battle Steve Wynn in court because it never seems to work out very well. But right. Well, he yeah he he had some smart lawyers uh, draft up oh, the, yeah. the agreement to this thing. I mean, all it took was the one time that he lost. He lost Mirage, right? 
Yeah. I mean, technically he didn't lose it, but it, it's one of those things like stockholders. Yeah, you know, it was his responsibility to to sell because it, it was right. a, it was a deal that he couldn't pass it, out. He, they made him do something that he didn't want to do. Yeah, basically. So he's figured out since then to make sure that never happens again. So I just find it interesting. Yep. It's it, well, and frankly, kudos to him for clearly he's got his own personal attorney, somebody that came up to him and said, you know, Steve, you take this Okada guy out, you can take his shares and you can then regain well, that, was that loss you'd have. That was specifically in, in the, uh, what's the, what's the, 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 it's not the legislature, the fucking contract said, should he be removed Win would be the one that absorbed it. It didn't say that they were up for like, well, now right. they're just up. Like, nope, nope, they're wins right. then. They're wins. Right. Like, that's fucking brilliant. Like, yeah, no, 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 you're unsuitable. They're all mine now. Right. Like, what? Well, and so the question becomes, was it just, you know, fortuitous that this little tiff between the two of them occurred so that Wynn could take Okada's uh, stock or did he create a faux outrage? Right. And to get, but I mean, it's, that's, neither here nor there. All right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Wynn, st- yeah, Wynn started the problem by accusing him of bribing. And quite honestly, it sounds like it's something he's done before if he was ousted from his own company for doing the same thing. Right, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> Agreed. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Golden Gate officially reopened, unveiling their new expanded property into the space formerly known as Labayu. That's probably number one on my list of things to do once we get to, to Vegas is check that <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's going to be cool. Travel Zork shared this week that Caesar's plans for the undeveloped land behind their East Strip properties continues to be decided. Or undecided, I guess. That'd make more sense, right? Or I, I was okay with continues to be decided. I thought you meant that they're working, that we're continuing to work on what the decision is. Oh, what a good call because actually be both decided. words mean the same thing, yeah, right? You're right. Yep. Yeah, I got yeah. Yeah, right. continues to be decided, which means they're working on deciding. Undecided means they haven't made up their mind, and continues right. to be means they're still working on it. I was more clever. I I, I was more clever than I was able to. to <laughs> <laughs> than you realized. Yeah. You're like, oh no, that was wrong. I'm gonna say it before they call me out. And I was like, no, honey, you did. That was no, good. No, you did it right. That was good. This writer's a smart guy. <laughs> the the latest are talks of a convention center behind Link, and a movie studio behind Bally's. That sounds terrible. A movie studio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and do like, are they gonna? film movies at this studio or are they showing movies no i assume uh, I, I assume it would be filming of... for filming movies okay yeah, that's be, even dumber it'd be like those big warehouse thing like that's silo even dumber type things right vegas is not known Pinewood for studios yeah, type thing? yeah oh i will totally break my way into that thing <laughs> watch for tony on the next fast and the furious 38 <laughs> <laughs> right exactly <laughs> It was also clarified by Travelzork that, in fact, all the rooms at Cosmopolitan are planned to be completely renovated. New furniture, fixture, flooring, and technology. Renovations to the Boulevard Tower are going on now with an expected completion of the end of 2017, at which time they will begin work on the Chelsea Tower with an expected completion of the end of 2018. I, I gotta say, for being a guy who's not all that in love with the cosmopolitan the way you guys are and a lot of our listeners are i will give them this they have barely been open for by the time this by the time the renovations are completed in 2018 they'll have barely been open for five years and they're already going to be 
right? Is that a fair number? Five years? Yeah, and my, they're already going to have done yeah. a renovation on their hotel I think their, we talked about this on the show that you weren't on, yeah. Tony. My, my annoyance okay. with you not having stayed at Cosmo after your big fucking dog and pony show about, oh, I'm totally going to stay this time, is still at such a level, it's best that yeah. you don't discuss Cosmo Ball. Good enough. <laughs> All right, cool. That's, that's fine. I like to pick the scab or beat the dead horse, if you will. Yes. Oh, that's me. <laughs> One of the S's from the Las Vegas Club signage, it was sold on eBay for $1,775 last week. It did not come with bulbs, the neon was not working, and it will cost an additional $250 to ship the 120-pound letter to the successful buyer. It's, it's the size of a person. This like, makes it, me sad. I think it's What, cool. what part makes you sad? Well, like what? Well, because the the whole Las Vegas Club sign was something that I would hope. Because didn't they talk about that they were letting the developers that's working on this take it down and they were going to do whatever they wanted with it versus the other well, sign no, no, that, they donated? That was, just, that was just Glitter Gulch and um, the Golden Goose. Oh, so what happened with the Las Vegas? Maybe, okay, well, as so a matter of fact, the eBay up. buyer was D-Rock. D-Rock Casino or something. It was Derek. It was Derek. That so sold. Derek bought it. But he owned it. He owned the signage. He just sold the, the S on eBay. Okay, number one, why would you just sell one letter? Well, there's lots of S's, so you... <laughs> there's only two. Las Vegas Club. Whatever. And if you were going to do Las Vegas, you need two S's. So to sell one of them... Yes, but you've got like four of those signs. People only need one Las Vegas Club sign to be at the Neon Boneyard. Okay, whatever. I, I'm just... Here's something interesting. If you had to have one of the letters, or if you could, not if you had to, if you could have one of the letters in Las Vegas Club, what would it be? V. Totally. Totally. That's what I would want the V. I, I would think that S I would probably take just because that was what my maiden name started with, so I always oh, have a soft yeah, spot okay. in my heart for that, and there they don't have a W, so we can't get that. Mm. Um, but that, w that would be the only other letter that I'd want. Yeah, it's like 10 foot tall. Like, I, I'm curious as <laughs> we'll to... We'll put it right on the front of the house. I'm curious as to what the person's going to do with it. Like, I'm like... Tony, you could put it in the right? front of your house. <laughs> you know how you put, people like, the, the little monograms yeah. that start right. with your last name so they know the but, Snyders But you here. have to have it refurbished so it has the light bulbs and the neon. And the neon, yeah. <laughs> oh all of God. a sudden, it's like that scene from Christmas Vacation where all the lights come on. <laughs> the goes down, they have to go to the actual, like, manual... <laughs> Yeah. Turn turn on uh, turn on the, the auxiliary the power. Auxiliary, the neighbors yeah. can't see. Why <laughs> <Right. laughs> is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know. No, Margo. <laughs> oh lord. All right, Karen. Tell me about this week on the oh, this. Oh, no, this this one's me. All right. This week, the Fremont Street Experience unveiled their new Lincoln Park Viva Vision show, paying tribute to the band and the former lead singer Chester Bennington, who committed suicide a month ago. After years of battling anxiety and depression. I'm glad I got to read that one. Is that going to be playing when we're there? It should be. I can't I imagine they went through the effort to create that and then they only like air it like once or twice. Like it literally opened like last Saturday. Yeah. It's got to still be there. Oh, I hope so. I, that, that one I'll actually go outside and go, oh, the show's starting. The show's starting. And they play there, numb. It. It's numb that they're doing. Oh, that's do a good one. You, do you think that this wasn't... Strike that. Let me phrase it in the, in the affirmative. Do you think they created this overall show... 
and then it just so happened that Chester Bennington commits suicide? Or do you think they created this as a tribute to him? Uh, 100% a tribute. It doesn't take more than a month. I could fucking make what they make with the Viva Vision. If I had their stuff, I mean, I'm not, I don't mean to degrade that, but I just, I have that level of skill that I could make those ha if I had access to the technology that they have. It wouldn't take a month to make. It wouldn't. Well, and it I is, it is kind of curious because I don't know that they did a similar show when, oh, I always forget his name, Chris, the lead singer of Soundgarden. Chris Cornell? Chris Cornell. Uh, Chris Cornell was nowhere near no, as big he as was, but Sound, Soundgarden was a big, but I don't think I don't think either one of them particularly have a tie to Vegas. So I, I do find it true, interesting true, that they're doing done this. It, they've done it for, like oh, they did they? it for Prince. They did it when, after Prince died. Oh, okay, so I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. But um, no, I just, huh. I, I'll, that one I, I'll want to I'll wanna actually stand outside and get a kink in my neck watching the show. <laughs> Even though construction hasn't even begun on the new Lost Baders, Baders. Which is kind of appropriate because a lot of the Raiders fans will dress up in Star Wars yeah, crap yeah. as part of their crazy uniforms. The new Las Vegas Raiders Stadium, FIFA, is considering it for the 2026 World Cup. It's only one step in a long and tedious process not expected to be completed anytime in the near future. Who didn't know? This is part of the fucking... Well, and the World Cup only happens once every four years? I think so. I, think. I, don't, I don't really know. I mean, yeah, we're not huge soccer football huge? fans. I don't understand why you had to <laughs> throw that caveat we're on there. We're not fans, period. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's more. I, that's I'm more sure it. we'll get a message or something from, from Chris or Nobody, from John not about against anybody rules, who does I, like it. Yeah. We just aren't. But I do think it's only once every four years. So even though, and know, as Tony hear, said earlier, don't message. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it it, it it's twenty twenty six, which is you know nine years away. So it seems like a long time. But the I mean, logistics. It's like the fucking Olympics. They go all well, over the world. Yeah, the the yeah. Log and the logistics of bringing in because it lasts for weeks. Does so, it really? Oh yeah. I don't know that. So so the logistics of bringing everybody in and I would guess two weeks. Stuff. Is that wrong? Is it longer than Wimbledon? I honestly don't know. I know it's at least two weeks, but I feel like it's longer than that. I would, I, just I would allow someone to write in and tell us if it's longer than Wimbledon, because <laughs> I'm not going to make the effort to find out. <laughs> just tag us on Twitter and tell us. Something, that's all yeah, we need to know. That's all we need. Don't tag me. <laughs> Vital, Ve Vital Vegas reports that recently closed Smith & Walensky Steakhouse will relocate to the Venetian Palazzo. There is no word on when they will reopen at the property, for those that don't know, Smith & Walensky's uh, was a standalone location, which was across the street from the Monte Carlo, but it closed in May of last year. Just as long as it doesn't replace cut. Yeah, that to me is weird. Like, where are you going to put... I mean, I guess yeah. Venetian doesn't have a signature steak. It might... Well, they have cut. I thought cut was Palazzo. I thought it was closer to it's Palazzo. In, it's in the middle. So it's you know right how there's the that connection hallway in the middle, and then it goes back to the convention center? Okay. It's on the Palazzo side of that hallway, but it's in between the two properties. Okay. I do think it probably classifies itself as being it's in Palazzo. Palazzo. Maybe it'll end up going back in the mall someplace. That's oh. Oh, me. Sorry. I'm so off this week. I don't know what's going on. Sorry. We're having fun. We are. Oh, why do we make me read this one? All right, this is not my voice. I'm going to try to do this in Mark's voice. Jerry Lewis died. He was an obnoxious dick who made a career out of making racist jokes and then shaming you for thinking they were racist. I hate Jerry Lewis. I, I picked up on that. Neonopolis and the city of Las Vegas have agreed on a revised outstanding bill for shared maintenance costs involved in the on-site parking garage. 
a third of the original reported $750,000. God, I fucked that whole thing up, but you know where I'm going with it. The debt is being paid off in monthly installments. So just to be clear, they resolved it for $250,000. Correct, yes. This is is an attempt where I thought I was being clever, and I'm like, oh, I just fucked that whole thing. That was just confusing. (laughs) Flippin' Good Burgers plans to reopen their location on Fremont East on September 1st after completing a month-long reservation. After completing a month-long renovation. I I can't possibly be that good. Just the fact that he all of a sudden went... Fuck. <laughs> Where it went on. It's not too often Tony just gets that frustrated with himself. It's I'm contagious. Sorry. We're all stuck. It was funny. <laughs> it's good. So, anyway, they've got this completion. They've been doing a month long reservation. It's going to require, or apparently required the uh, restaurant to be closed for the month of August. The Fremont East location opening was back in August of 2015. So, who knew they'd been around? I for? know. I had no idea. <laughs> and they have more than one location? I don't know. Vital Vegas attempted to mock, and we promptly deflected while reporting that the latest installment of Star Wars, The Last Jedi, planned to release at the end of this year, will feature a Vegas-like casino planet named Canet Bright. Bright, I think. B-I-G. Oh, Bright, yes. Well, Bright would make sense. A casino planet! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) All right, well, that's going to do it for uh, news and prop bets. Let's move into coming attractions. is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Longtime David Letterman band leader Paul Schaefer will do a run of shows at Cleopatra's Barge at Caesar's Palace with his band. And this is very cute. They're called the Schaefer Shifters. It's starting December 20th and it's running through January 6th. The show will start at 8 p.m. and tickets are an appropriate $50. Schaefer Shifters playing at the Cleopatra Barge. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Does it? It's like, it's like every every single fucking intro. Like Paul, give us an intro here. Like we're gonna do an intro segment that we're doing. All right. <laughs> oh, sorry. The Walking Dead attraction on Fremont Street, located in the same building that houses Hennessy's Tavern and Walgreens, is now open daily, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Sunday through Thursday. So technically not daily, till. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, it is daily. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah. Wait, for the rest till, of wait, it. wait for <laughs> it. But wait, there's more. And till 2 a.m. on Friday and Saturday. Tickets start at 30 bucks. You deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> Those better be some thick fucking walls if it's in the same buildings as like a walking. You'd imagine that's loud, right? I don't care. I don't know, and I don't care. It sounds like a full-time haunted house, which they didn't they learn with the Goraporium that that was a bad the idea? Goraporium? Wasn't that what it's called? The Goratorium. Goratorium. Goratorium, Goraporium, whatever. <laughs> Marilyn Manson is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday and Saturday, October 7th and 
The 7th? No. Uh -oh. October 27th. Read all the numbers, Karen Jr. <laughs> 27th and 28th. The show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $65. Fucking novices. <laughs> Evanescence is performing at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, October 14th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are a cheap, 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 cheap $45. Wait, wait, was I the only one going, I hope he fucks up so bad. Please fuck up on this one. Of course one. you did. <laughs> of course you did. I was like, maybe he won't know how to pronounce Evanescence. Oh, I hope he doesn't know how to pronounce I, it. My only comment was going to be, you know, you do a great job of faking yourself through all these artist names, knowing that you have no idea who the majority of them you are. You know he so. fucking, get, this is why he reads ahead all the time. You know he Googled all of He's them. He's like, how do you, wait, Evan, Ivana, he, I, I, Ivana I, He's Spence? gone through and phonetically <laughs> put him out. <laughs> I will have you know, Evanescence was one of the first iTunes albums I ever bought. She's amazing. She's yeah, amazing. She's got a great voice. Yeah. Dead on. Sounds exactly like it, that Yeah, concert. if you see her live, yeah, she's. Dead on. She sounds exactly the same, which yep. is impressive. Uh, and finally, Maxwell is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan on Saturday, October 7th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. I have a question. Yes. How do you order these? Order what? Well, I, so I'm looking at the date. So David Letterman was December. I mean, it's almost like they're going backwards. Um, oh, oh, how do I put them in order? Yeah. As Marilyn I come Manson is October 27th, 28th. Then as you go to October 14th, and then it's October 7th. As I find them. Well, it seems like you don't put them in chronological order. No, I'm not putting them in. As I find them, I put them down. I'm not making the effort to then put them in order. That's additional effort. <laughs> I hate cutting and pasting. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, let me look at what I have. Oh, nope, this date's before then. I'm going to start taping here. Been I refuse it. to drag and drop. Been doing it for five years. I'm not doing it. I'm not changing it. I'm not changing it to satisfy you two. <laughs> That's okay. It just don't gives us the one more thing to make fun of you for. <laughs> You can always find links to purchase these tickets as well as the artists that we report on on our coming attraction calendar, which is on the blog. <laughs> wait a minute, what? wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can always find tickets yeah. and, and purchase artists. <laughs> I'm not positive that's what you said, but that really kind of feels like I that's what you said. I wish we had the, the, the ability you, to rewind. To just rewind. You go, you go back and listen to it. That was, it <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. I know you didn't say it in the exact way, but I, I feel like oh, that's what you did. I... I'm a professional, and I deal with you children on a week. You now tolerate. you know why I have to you take tolerate. weeks off. You know what I find funny you. is that he oh, he calls us kids all the time. Like when he we does. when we answer the phone, he's like, "Hey kids, how are you doing?" Knowing full well that we're much older than you are. Well, not much. We're a couple of years older than you are, and you're like, "Okay, kids." Like really, we're we're the kids. Yes. That's that's how I condescendingly talk to you guys, and it sounds like I'm being cute. Hey, kids, what's going on? Nice. Fucking children. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Can. All right. Can we please check the river? All right. So we've got some uh, listener feedback. Karen, why don't you jump into PayPal donations? All right. We have PayPal donations coming from Joseph Manella, Phil States, and Shane Meals. I hope I say those right. I apologize. And then first up from Joseph, he does have a little comment. He writes, the karma donation of my trip on the 26th, hoping, hoping video poker gods finally bring me a royal flush. Joseph, I hope that for you, too. More than you know. <laughs> I understand your frustration. Thanks for all the great episodes, Joey. And then from Phil, he said, my 360 Vegas vacation karma donation was an amazing success. 
However, I will be traveling alone for Vegas Vacation 5, and my wife is now a regular listener of the show, so a sexual karma request would be unwise. <laughs> Therefore, I will challenge your 100% success rate in a much more difficult manner. My demand to maintain the 100% success rate for this donation will be for all five hosts of the trip, Mark, Karen, Tony, Alistair, and Christina, to maintain health throughout Vegas Vacation 5 and for none of you to miss significant events due to hangover, shakes, laryngitis, or other illness. Based on Vegas Vacation 4, this may prove harder to deliver than balcony sex. Ah, for the record... Ink. Hold Go on. Ahead. I think you're going to say what I'm so going to say. So for the record, Christina and I didn't miss a single event. We had no problem in Vegas Vacation 4. Alistair, I don't believe, missed an event. Nope. He was there for everything, every single one. Tony, unless you want to count brunch he as an event. Over. He still, no, he went to everything. Uh, first of all, no one's required to go to all of the things, but he went to everything he wanted to go to. He even went to the fucking cabana, and I don't necessarily so think he wanted to go to it, that. You know, but it turned out good because Norma took care of him. Yeah. So I, I would say dining's always been kind of up in the air. Um, so so the only person that really missed a significant event, and, and I get what he's saying because typically as a host, we, we do feel, I personally feel, obliged to go to as many of the scheduled events as possible because people schedule their vacation at the same time that we're there specifically to, to, I mean, they do, they come to see us and to hang out with other people, but I do, I feel an obligation to go to those. So I get what he's saying, but for the record, three out of the five that you listed did not miss a single event. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I'm gonna manzy the shit out of that. This request is fucking easy. We've done this for years. First of all, this is our fifth Vegas vacation. Even before that, <laughs> even before that, there for, wasn't for an over illness. a decade, yeah. we've never missed anything. That was the first time I had missed and anything. And even the first, the very first Vegas vacation where Alistair ended up not having such a good experience at the pub at Monte Carlo. Yeah. And he wasn't, a, he wasn't a host or affiliated with the show at that point in time. But he, he went to dinner. I think he started with us at the, at the blackjack or craps table wherever we went afterwards. He left for a little while. <laughs> and then came back and joined us again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to be as hard as you think because we've simple. been doing it for a while. I would give fucking stupid odds to the fact that we that we would be able to do I this. I kind of want easy. a side bet. I kind of want to know what his karma donation was and I say, dude, you got to double it. I would almost be easy. <laughs> say, uh, here, I'm, I'm going to start throwing some numbers out here. Tell me once it gets ridiculous. Like, I don't know, dude, that's crazy. We'll start 10 to 1. 10 to 1 that that we would easily be able to do You're this. saying we would give him his karma donation back? That, well, I mean, not his karma donation just, back, just but in, there's a 10 if, if There's a side bet. In Ooh, this, this is one of the prop bets. So the so the karma donation is the bet, right? So now we've got all these prop bets on the uh, prop bets on the odds that, and so they can bet amongst themselves. Sure. Okay. Well, and frankly, I, I, I don't care. Do I'm just trying to throw out odds, and at one point you're going, all right, well, that's kind of crazy talk right there. Sure. I, here's the deal. I get where he's coming from. He doesn't want poor me, for example, to feel like, you know, smashed ass like I felt when we were at the cabana. Well, I frankly don't think that's any of his goddamn uh, concern. <laughs> I, first, first of all, I think you're allowed to have as much fun as you want. I don't give a fuck who's giving us a karma donation. Hey, if I want to get that, Alistair, I can have as much fun as I want. <laughs> that's right. Oh, here we go. That's how we do stuff. All right. So Alistair said you can have fun. He just want to make sure that the Canadians are looking after you. That's all. You know what? I don't need anybody to take care of me. I'm fine. 
Oh, shit. And that's when Tony <laughs> died in a gutter. In <laughs> you know what's funny is that I, I almost made this comment, and I'll make it on the show because we're having such fun, but I almost put it in writing, and I'm like, uh, that almost seems like it's too far. I have never visited a hospital at a vacation place more than twice. Never happened. And in every That's place true. every place that I've done it, it's all made sense. Well, Like well, I had kidney stones in on. Disney. That so kind of makes sense. Technically, That's you went to the hospital twice at Disney. Because you went, you went, we went back, and then you had to go back afterwards. Same trip, so, same thing. That doesn't really okay. count. They sent me home and said, uh, you may have to come back. You may have to come back. They did say that. So, okay. so yeah, and they all made sense as to where it was. Kidney stones, that's kind of like an old man type thing. You know, you're in Disney. You're getting a little too old to be in Disney. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, you said you're in Disney. <laughs> <laughs> skiing accident. Obviously, I'm skiing, you know, and, so that makes you, perfect you sense. you forgot what an old man you were and tried to do stuff that you couldn't. And yeah. then, and then in, in Vegas, a drug and alcohol overdose or a, a, a issue in oh, Vegas. Of all the places. Be careful how you say that because it sounds like you had a drug overdose. But that's just I mean, not uh, what I'm going for. Of, of, yeah, I mean, it's the only time I'm ever going to be able to fucking say that. Uh, so let, let's let's fucking go balls to the wall on that. I, I OD'd in Vegas. You know, I, <laughs> sure, sure. I went to the Absolutely. hospital because of drugs and alcohol. This is, yeah, that is a true statement. Yes. So, of all the places that was going to happen, of course it was going to happen in Vegas, but I still say to date, and honestly, you were probably at the, the best possible location for that to happen because I am sure that that hospital sees so many cases of people coming to Vegas and overdosing on drugs and alcohol. Right, like, like, they were like, all right, we got another one. And like this one so, isn't even that bad. All right, like so boring, here. they sent the interns in. Like, just uh, go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, this one's not that serious. We got another OD. Yeah. Like, what is it? Prescription meds? Yeah. Oh, he's fine. Uh, just fine. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Send in, uh, send in JD from Scrubs. <laughs> wow, that was. And then, and then one last thing, we have some listener feedback once again from Stevo. Hi, three sixty Vegas. This is Stevo again. I'd like to share with you my experience of taking kids to Vegas. We do a kids trip once a year with the kids. People ask me, why do you take kids? Of course. Kids trip with the kids? Kids trip with the kids. We have a kids trip once a year. We take only over 80 people. <laughs> only the 80-year-olds can go. It's a chance to feel young. <laughs> the Vegas. My answer is this. My kids are the coolest people I know. Nice. And why wouldn't I take the coolest people I know to Vegas? This requires a little bit of research ahead of time. The adult strip will normally stay at the Aria, Mirage, maybe the Venetian. Uh, but some of our choices for uh, the kids' trip, MGM, Mandalay Bay. This time we stayed at uh, Mandalay Bay. As we I'm curious as to the age. Yeah, he hasn't said that. Yeah. I would be curious to, to find out how old they are. If I were any of his friends that went to Vegas with him and stayed at Aria, and he says that his kids are the coolest people he knows, I would never go on any vacation with him ever again. <laughs> Spoken as a, somebody that doesn't have kids right, and can't yeah. relate. <laughs> I've done a few times in the past, very kid-friendly with Wave Pool, Lazy River, lots of other pool choices there, and menu items at the pool and uh, lots of restaurants around make it very easy to grab something to eat for the kids. I think one of the most important things don't discount is your room choice. If you're bringing kids to Vegas, I would even recommend getting a larger room, maybe asking for an upgrade or something like that, or a nicer view. The kids love looking out at the pool, the airport, the strip, 
pretty much whatever view we get there, the kids are going to love it, especially if it's a higher up floor. So something to think about when uh, taking kids to Vegas. You may want to try and get a higher up floor so you can get a better view for the kids. You're not going to spend a lot of time in the room, but the time that you do spend in the room, you want to make sure that that's enjoyable as well. We recently stayed uh, at Mandalay Bay and got one of the Skyview Suites, which was an amazing room for the kids. Got a view of the airport, the strip, uh, a little bit of view of the foundation room. Kids love watching the airplanes take off, the helicopters take off, or the helicopters tours. So that made it very enjoyable for them during the daytime hours and during the evening time hours when we were at the room. Plus the Skyview Suite was big enough. It's got a bath and a half, so if you've got a couple extra kids in there, you don't have to wait for the restroom. <laughs> also a nice little refrigerator in the Skyview Suite, which made it nice to put some extra waters in to take down to the pool area and also slip a couple extra uh, beers in there for the evening time. Anyway, we just wanted to share that with you. And uh, we'll call back again and tell you a little bit more about our trip. Thanks again for all your hard work. I still fr- see this that is this, awesome. this is a good fucking parent right here. I still firmly believe that Vegas can be a, a, a family vacation. You just can't do it the same way. You can't do like 360 Vegas vacation could never be a family thing. Oh, that's, no. that's the grown-up version of Vegas. But there is a kid version. There is cool shit for kids to do. You just can't be a shitty fucking parent keeping them out till 2 a.m. And I was going to say, I think any time that we've complained about parents bringing their kids to Vegas is when you're out on the strip at 2 or 3 in the morning yeah. and parents are pushing their kids in fucking strollers. Or, or they're I, I just, gambling and the kids it. are just fucking standing around doing nothing. Like, it's not that trip. You brought your kids. It's not that trip. I wonder if Cosmopolitan would be fun for kids. Think about that. With the fucking balcony? Okay, I think you're forgetting the attention span for children. You can look at it for a second. And they're like, okay, I'm looking. Can I throw something over the edge? <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't, totally didn't think of that horrible idea. Stay away from Cosmopolitan. <laughs> I like how Steve-O proudly drops the kids off at the pool. I don't know that he said he drops them off. I think they, they do it as a family don't, thing. Yeah, don't degrade this. I, I liked where he went. I liked that he was a family man for Tony, family if, Vegas if he's, trips. He's pushing another use of Vegas. That's a poop joke, guys. Oh. It's a poop joke. We don't Drop have the to. kids off the pool? No, we don't have those here. It's the, we're highbrow here. See, that's just gross. Rape jokes. Oh, we're totally good with that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> Swearing. Thank God that's going to do it for episode 241. Don't say it like Thank that. you all for listening. Don't say it like that. We allegedly appreciate it. <laughs> if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, such as Amazon.com, Tickets.AccessVegas.com, Earth Limos. Of course, we you can get a 10% discount off from your ride just by using the promo code 360Vegas. 360Vegas. <laughs> the did. alcohol is kicking it. in. Love an untrue state. That is how we pronounce numbers, Karen. <laughs> 360 Vegas. <laughs> anyway, I hate you guys. Uh, of course, please, I highly encourage PayPal donations. It's cleaner than it's easy. You can buy merchandise from any of our stores. Well, okay, we've got one at zazzle.com forward slash 60 We get a cut of those profits. You're in good form. Or 
you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes, which apparently have has no one done that in a while because I don't think we've read our uh, iTunes. The last one we had was a hater, so I haven't checked in a while. I'll be honest with you, I probably check maybe once a month, once every two months. So we might have some new ones, but we haven't checked. Yeah. Sure, sure. All right. Mark, if you put like that to, on your to-do list, what's, Mark. What's the what? Mark, put that on your to-do list because if they leave, if they leave positive feedback, we read it. Remember. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And despite my snark, we still actually really appreciate it. It actually gives us something fun to talk about. So we highly encourage your written and audio feedback. Because we need something to talk about when we're dealing with Tony. We, we need all the fillers we can get. It's true. Sometimes I, I lag in carrying the conversation. If you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and how to email it to us, we do have instructions on how to do that as well as on the blog's main page. <laughs> In fairness, that's what the word said to here. Yeah. We have instructions on how to do that as well as on the blog's main page. As well. Where else would No, no, no. Well. It says it, as well. It, we have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Mm, yeah. See, read all the I'm words. I'm going to need more punctuation. Read all the words. properly read here. <laughs> I kid, I kid. This is, guys, this is what's fun. I got a little man behind the curtain. I think one of the things that's the most fun about doing these Vegas vacations are the behind the scenes, like man behind the curtain questions that the listeners will ask us. Like they'll be like, okay, so like talk to me about what you mean by like a script and, or what do you, like when you guys record, how, how does that how does that work? Right. Because you're right. yeah, because you're in Michigan and we're down here in Tennessee. So how yeah. does that work that you guys record? Because it sounds like you're in the same room. It's just it's always fun to be able to answer the the things that you and I take for granted. Yeah. They're like, well, how, so what about the this or the that? And I'm like, I don't actually know when Mark's gonna have bumper music to drop in. So I pause after everything. And then I figure <laughs> if he doesn't like the pause, he can edit out the pause and just roll me right in the next thing. I provide the content. Don't expect the talent. <laughs> actually, you could argue that Mark provides the content. So... So I'm bringing the talent and the content? Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm insinuating. Because I'm super humble like that. So why does he need us, Tony? You, if Mark does all of it, I mean, Cause he's... Because I'm not a fan of podcasts that only have just a host. They don't have something to bounce off. I'm, they just bore me. I just mocked two of my friends. <laughs> three three of my friends. Three of my friends. Oh, sorry. Karen, the content is the easy part. He reads something off from the Las Vegas Review Journal website. He cut and pastes it into a script. We bring the actual passion to what we talk about. Every First of all, that is, a, bring that, is a, life. that is libelous. That is libelous. That is not what is, I do. It is so <laughs> offensive. Even I'm offended for you. <laughs> and you're his attorney. No. Are you going to sue no, yourself I, now? I am going to sue me for right. <laughs> And I know exactly how. We're going to set a precedent. <laughs> Tony, where can people follow your Vegas exploits at Vegas Vacation 5? Well, I, so I've actually, I've technically got two of them, Mark. I've got the, I'm at 360 Vegas Tony. That's the only one I need been... to know about. What else? What else? <laughs> no, what's the other one? What's the other one? Well, I also have the at 360 Legal Lounge for folks that want to Ooh. come up with other ideas of what they would like to hear about as it relates to a Legal Lounge segment. In all fairness, that was not the other plug no, that I, I thought totally he was going to I totally thought he was do. going for Vice and Lounge, I, I think which I think he should be he allowed. He should, because should. they're going to do an, another Yes, tasting. we got a whole cigar and a scotch so, event. Tony? 
Tony? What's the third way people can reach you? If you're interested in partaking in the cigar I am. and whiskey, which you absolutely should. I am. Uh, come out to, uh, I'm uh, at Vice Lounge OL, but we're going to have a great fun. And I say we, I just us through the 360 gang that shows up for the Vegas vacation. We're going to uh, someplace at Caesars Palace. Um, Monte, um, Monte Cristo's? Monte Cristo. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Monte Cristo bar. Good stuff. Good stuff. Karen, where can people follow your exploits in Vegas and, and, and your laments like, I can't believe I married this fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I'm at... Uh, See, I always want to say the other one. I'm sorry. Oh, so much pressure. <laughs> I'm at Karen Mark. How can I forget that since it's the, the title you gave me, the Twitter handle you gave me? Uh, whatever. To keep track of me. You did. You did. You set it up. He told you where you can find me. So until next time. Yeah.